When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the latest Football Digest podcast available on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe now through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from so you don't miss a single episode. Hello and good morning everyone. Um, It's morning when we are recording. It's the morning after the first win of 2023 for the Lionesses. Um, You're here for the Women's Football Show. I'm Laura Hartley and I am joined once again by Hannah Pinnock. Hi Hannah, you all right? Hello, thanks for having me back. (laughs) That's not a problem. And Louise, hi Louise, how are you? Good, good result last night, so I'm happy. Yes, I think everybody is happy with last night. I mean, it wasn't just a good result. The performance was insane. I mean, we will talk a little bit more about individual players because we know that there is one in particular who is absolutely outstanding and she absolutely fired her way around the pitch. We all know that we're talking about Lauren James. Um, But just as a whole, what did you guys think? Hannah, what what about you? Yeah, I mean, what a way for, for England to start the new year. It was started as they meant to go on, really. I, I think it was a fantastic performance all over the pitch from everyone. Obviously, Lauren James in particular, who we will talk about, was absolutely outstanding. But, you know, there was loads of other fantastic performances as well. I thought Ella Toon had a really, really good game. Um, Chloe Kelly obviously getting on the score sheet as well. And, and Georgia Stanway absolutely fearless from the penalty spot. Goalkeeper got a slight touch to it, but it was such a confident penalty and, and a really, really good finish as well. So, and then obviously Lauren James got got the goal that her performance thoroughly deserved. So, yeah, it was just a fantastic performance. And obviously at the Arnold Clark Cup last year, there was a couple of draws and, and they didn't quite start as, as strongly as they might have hoped. Whereas, whereas this year they've they've started with a bang and and really started the tournament and. Hopefully, they'll continue that against Italy at the weekend. Yeah, because we were talking before, weren't we? We weren't sure kind of how we would play against Korea Republic because it's been a long time, hasn't it, Louise, since we, we've played them. And we didn't know whether their their tactical choices um, and the way that they play might actually cause a problem for England. Obviously, there's some new players in in the squad that have been called up for us. And we didn't know how they'd gel together. How do you think they got on? Um, to uh, to be honest, I I was a bit let down by the career performance. I think I think what they can do, and and when I've done all the research before this tournament, 
watching their performances, like what they're capable of in possession. It's like watching Spain, you get really excited and I'm like glued to the telly. And but last night I'm like, they they were five, sometimes six at the back. And I'm like, you it's like you've started the game admitting defeat and you're just doing damage control. So I was really let down. So I thought it's gonna be really tactical. It's really gonna test England. And they did, they made it difficult, but you've put a back five sometimes a back six against players who have faced this in the WSL. You know, Chloe Kelly, Ella Toon, Lauren Hemp. I can only really speak for the Manchesters, I'll be brutally honest. But they have they have hit, um, they'd come up against the back five a couple of times already this season and they found pockets. So I'm a bit surprised that they went with that. And I was a little bit disheartened with Korea and I, how they can play. But England, again, I think they took some time to warm up and get used to each other because of all the changes, perhaps. And, you know, I was surprised at some of the starting lineups. I was happy, really happy James got a starting lineup. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was lack, I want to say lackluster, but I think that's a bit harsh. Um, but I was impressed with England once they got going, particularly in the second half. But for Korea, they kind of let me down, I think. Yeah, I was expecting a few fireworks from them. Um, especially after just being so long since we've seen each other, we've seen them play each other and we knew that it would be, they would probably be the biggest test for a World Cup warm-up match because obviously we had the Euros last year, but in terms of Asian teams, we, it's been years since we've played them. So I was, yeah, I, I wouldn't agree with you there. I was a little bit disappointed that they kind of didn't give England a little bit more of a test. I mean, obviously, we know that we can absolutely hammer them home. Like, we know what this team is made of. But, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I think the research said it's been over 10 years or something ridiculous. So you're going, right, well, the whole world, like, the whole world is watching England right now. We're, like, one of the favourites to win the World Cup. You're putting out a, a team that maybe hasn't been in the limelight, especially in Europe, you know, and why don't you go all out? One without go, you know what? I'm gonna go for it because I think when they come up in their formation on the TV, it was a three four three. I thought, crikey, they're putting back three. Loving this, so I was like, warm up with me cup of tea, ready to go. And then like back six, back four. What's going on here? And then there was ten players, and every time they broke, which they could have been, they could have really punished us, but they just then had to slow the game down, had to wait for everyone to get up, and then you know that those last minute subs um, right at the end. I just felt my heart went out because those players were exhausted. I'm like, you've worked so hard, but if you'd just, I don't know, played a bit more attacking, maybe you'd feel a bit more enthused to keep going. I don't know. I'm really heartbroken for them. Oh, and they they did play so deep. And I think, obviously, they, they do play a certain way, but even after the match, Lucy Bronze and, and Lauren James spoke to the media afterwards. And it was such a big point that they were repeating of how deep Korea were playing. And I mean, we managed to run Riot, which is obviously great for us, but as a warm up for the World Cup and maybe fans that obviously won't be able to get to Australia and New Zealand, which is very far away, this is kind of like their only chance in the near future to see these world-class players. And it is a little bit disappointing. Um. In terms of individual performances, um, oh, we have to talk about Lauren James. She is sensational. I mean, I mentioned on 
the last podcast episode that she just looked like she had fit straight into the team at training when I was at St. George's Park. Her and Millie Bright were teaming up together well. And it was visible yesterday speaking to her and Lucy, just how well she's gelled with this team. And Hannah, I mean, last night, I don't know whether there are actually any words to describe how sensational she was, but yeah, talk us through. Yeah, I mean, it's, it feels like it's been a bit of a long time coming for Lauren James. Obviously, she's sort of been held back at Chelsea and held back at international level as well, probably because injuries have, have so often got the better of her in her career. But now we're starting to see the Lauren James that we've, we've been expecting and and I'm just absolutely delighted for her. I mean, first half in particular, I think England did struggle to, to break down career a little bit and, you know, because they were sat so deep. But everything positive that, that England did came through Lauren James and obviously she won the penalty as well. So um, I, I think it could cause a bit of more of a selection headache for, for Serena Wiegmann because um, with all the attacking talent that she's got and you've just got performances like that from Lauren James as well, you can't, you feel like you can't not play her. Do you know what I mean? Like she's, I feel like she's got to start every game at the tournament now. Obviously, you don't want to overdo it. And but I mean, it's it's just such a promising performance. And and obviously with Beth Mead's injury as well. Obviously, when when that happened, you're sort of thinking a little bit like, oh God, England at, at the World Cup is she going to make it? But even if she doesn't, I do think you know you, you've got sort of Lauren James coming through now that, that I don't think that would be as big of a, a, a miss that it could have been um, and I really like that Leah Williamson after the game called, it, called her a cheat code <laughs> I thought that was quite funny I, you know and I to be fair I completely agree with that she is a little bit of a cheat code to be honest but you've seen her quality in the WSL this season and and now you're seeing her on, on the England stage as well which is brilliant Do you know what I really loved when uh, I, I was watching it from home so but when they announced the player of the player of the game, Lauren James, she was like, right under a shirt, like, oh, God, me. And see, like, the confidence she has on the pitch, like what she was doing. And then you have, the, like, the little, little, you have, like, a shy, no, it's just like, oh, I just, I just want to do what I want to do. There's no ego in it. And I just think it's really, really a credit to her personality as well. A hundred percent. I mean, she is... I think that's where we get the reminder of exactly how young she is. And, you know, obviously her happy place is on the pitch, which is incredible. But even speaking to her after, she is probably one of, I mean, in terms of kind of personalities, I don't mean this in a bad way because I could be said as the Lucy Bronze sometimes of the team with how loud I can be. But her and Lucy were just chalk and cheese afterwards. But I just find it so incredible. And again, we talked about this the other day in the support that these girls have for each other and they lift each other up and they're really there for each other. They they bring so many personalities to the team. And last night I really saw that and it was incredible and amazing to kind of see Lucy just try and really boost her and be like, come on, like, you deserve this, like take on the pride. Um, but yeah, I did find it really funny when when she was doing that and kind of after she's just so humble. And I think that's what makes her an even an even better player off the pitch as well, because you don't have that ego kind of coming and to these interviews and, and talking to the press afterwards. Right, because she could, because she's that good. She could be like, yeah, I'm that good, just 
like what, what, what don't say, but she's so nice to be like, oh, you know what? She's such a lovely person, great player to watch. And I think she'll win fans, whether you're a Chelsea fan or not, whether you're an England fan or not, I think eyes are going to be on her come the World Cup. Fingers crossed. Oh, you heard it head first. She, she's gone there. She's done it. <laughs> I'm claiming it. <laughs> We're claiming it already. It's only the 17th. <laughs> We're only five months away from the World Cup, but we're claiming it. It's fine. Um, who else stood out to you um, last night, Hannah? Yeah, as I mentioned before, I thought Ella Toon had a really, really good display in the midfield in particular. And I thought Chloe Kelly as well caused, caused a lot of problems. And obviously she got her goal and it was a fantastic finish as well. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think to be fair, all of the forwards, because they were such a constant threat and... You know, even then you're looking at Alessia Russo as well. She got her gold and, and that was a brilliant finish. So you, you could just literally sit here and wax lyrical about every single one of those players because they deserve it. And there's been no sort of Euros hangover, which I think, you know, you might have been a little bit worried about. You know, you sort of won, won the Euros, this amazing thing, and, and you sort of come back into international fixtures and now you're building towards the next tournament. There, there could have been a little bit of a hangover and sort of like, maybe not finding that same form, but they've just literally continued on that upward trajectory and they only look like look like they're getting better um, every time we watch them under Serena Wiegmann. So that's really exciting as well. But yeah, in particular, I probably thought Ella Toon and, and Chloe Kelly were the two that I was probably drawn to the most. Yeah, they really stood out for me as well. I mean, Toonie made some incredible moves and passes. Like she was getting into all the spaces and and winning the ball. So I was really, really impressed with her. And especially kind of after what happened with her red card, I'm I'm hoping that maybe gave her. <laughs> You're shaking your head, Louise. Don't get me started on this red card. Go on, I want you to get started on the red card. No, I wasn't at the game. I was just a quick a quick sidebar I wasn't at the game but I, I was watching and I had a friend who was at the game and um it was all in contest like where she's gonna get a red card or not and when it got shown my friend texted me going oh my god I can't believe she pushed her in the face and I went mm, she didn't so, but you can see it clear as day on telly and I'm like this is why the whole VIR do we need it do we not I think we could probably put money in somewhere else and develop the game somewhere else first but that I mean that it so wasn't a red card. So I but I think maybe that she's got that passion, she's got that fuel in her tune, and I think that stood her well and, and um Mark Skinner stood by her as well and was like, look, I want that for my players. I ain't gonna apologize for that. And that, you know, if it did hurt, then it's different, isn't it? But um yeah, so quick sidebar it was not a red card and I'm and I'm so happy she she's going out just to be a Springland as well. So go on, Ella. <laughs> We're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see, I'm hoping, I would like to think that I did give her a little bit more fire in her belly, so to speak, for, for the England game. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it, I think the reaction from both both players was was fiery and exaggerated. But that's that could be a whole nother debate for a whole nother podcast. In terms of possible changes, I guess, for the next game, I mean, I, in, in the press conference afterwards, I spoke to Serena and asked her about goalkeeper choices because that was another thing that we spoke about last time. She's got 
four incredible keepers, um, ranging from experience, obviously, right from from Mary at the top um, to Emily Ramsey. And I asked her if she was going to give kind of one of the others a little bit of a, a go. And we know what Serena's like. She likes to hold her cards close to her chest a lot of the time. But she did hint, she didn't give too much away, but she did hint that she would like to rotate them. Um, so I, I'm i really hoping that Ellie Roebuck gets a start on Sunday in Coventry um, against Italy. I'm really hoping she does, or at least substituted on. Because um, we've we've kind of seen really tiny glimpses of her, um, but not quite enough. So I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing what she's learned from from Mary and the rest of the keepers. But are there any other changes that Hannah you might want to see on the pitch? Are we keeping Lauren James in the starting lineup for Sunday? <laughs> I know I said absolutely brilliant, but I am a little bit in two minds about just because you don't know, but you don't want to do it. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, obviously there are other players in the squad that, that can come in and do a job but I think Lauren James regardless whether that's starting or coming on as a sub I think she will play some part on Sunday but I think the main change that we'll probably see is is Kira Walsh come back in I think Serena did say that that she'll be back on the pitch tomorrow and should should hopefully be ready for Sunday so I fully expect Kira Walsh to come straight back in because she is Kira Walsh and she that's <laughs> She's just Kira Walsh. <laughs> you've got Kira Walsh. You've got like Kira Walsh. I, I don't make the rules. Um, but, but the other one, um, I would like to see Rachel Daly come back and start. And whether or not that's up front or at left back, I don't know. Because obviously with, with Neve Charles and I think, was it Alex Greenwood that played it at left back yesterday? So um, there are options there. And obviously she did bring... Rachel Daly on up front so whether or not that's whether or not that's a little bit of a hint at, at what might be to come I'm not too sure but I would like to see Rachel Daly start as well ideally up front <laughs> we have this conversation um on Wednesday but were you surprised that she did put her up front because obviously we know her versatility but Louise is shaking her head Louise I'll come to you in a sec but Hannah what about you because you watch her kind of week in week out with the WSL and we know of her versatility. Were you surprised that she put her in? Because we had this debate the other day of whether she would or wouldn't. What do you think? I mean, the fact that, you know, we said on the last podcast, the fact that she was sort of named as a defender in the squad sort of made you think, okay, maybe that's the plan for her. But obviously when the, when the names were shown and, and I saw who, who the subs are, I was like, that's Rachel Daly at a friend. <laughs> and I was like, I agree a little bit because she is just so, she's such a good forward. She's got such a, fantastic eye for golf she's just so clinical and and it is a pleasure to watch her play for Aston Villa every week so um I, I wasn't surprised in the sense that you know if it, with how good she is and how good of a forward she is you, you you almost can't ignore it do you know what I mean there's only so like everyone's calling for it Carla Ward's been so vocal about the fact that, that Rachel Daly is a forward um, so I, I don't know if Serena sort of buckled that that a little bit over the last sort of few months, obviously before Christmas as well. But um, I, I was a tiny bit like surprised just because of of how often she has been used at left back and and the fact that she was named as a defender. I just thought that maybe that was a plan. But um, you know, we we've said in the last show as well, Serena's done some pretty clever things with the squad obviously she's played Millie Bright up front before so you know so you know you wouldn't be opposed to it but um yeah so I wasn't 
surprise, surprise, but you know, you, you, you never know. So it's just more like pleasantly surprised to see her come on. Not badly, obviously. <laughs> Louise, you were shaking your head. Are you not surprised? I'm not surprised at all. I think the fans have called for her to do it for so long. She, I mean, I think is the last international break. I want to say was it against Japan. Um, Daly played on the right, uh, right wing. So she she's so versatile. She can play anywhere, and I think you've got that with a couple of players. Obviously, in there, pretty bright, like you said, put her up top. Why not? And she was a striker back in the day, so. Um, I wasn't surprised. I was really, I did do a little happy dance. I was with you, Anna, when I saw Russo was coming off. And I was like, yeah, that means Daly's up top. So I was really, really happy to see it, but I wasn't surprised at all. I think she's earned it. She's joint top scorer at WSL. Um, I've enjoyed watching her. And I, I was listening to the commentary as well. And Emma Hayes was saying that her back line, whenever, she, whenever they play Rachel Daly, Zella, whatever, they, they all dread it because her movement, she doesn't stop. She, she just, she's got this eye for goal, like you said, and she deserves it. Um, and I think against the Euros against Spain, a quick, very technical, and she was, um, she was at left back and they pulled her off after a while. I think she was struggling under the speed. So I thought maybe with this threat, I thought um, Korea, maybe Serena's the same brain because, you know, we're practically the same people. You know, I'm just as good as Serena. Uh, jokes. Um, so maybe there was a technical in that, you know, they're very, uh, a tactic in that, you know, they're very technical, they're very fast on the attack career. So I thought maybe, oh, take her out of that. We've got height in the back line, which is what we wanted anyway for the aerial battle. And I think, <laughs> perfect. And Serena loves a super sub. She does love a super sub. She loves it. And it works, you know, the surprise element of like, oh, we've been hitting you for an hour an attack on from Russo. You know what? We're going to go put someone else in. It's just as good, just as energizing, just as much as a headache, and it works. So yeah, I'm very very happy. Not all surprised. Very happy. I think the I feel like one of the best ways. One of there are so many ways to sum up this England team and Serena as a whole, but they are just a brilliant headache. Like we look at headaches in such a negative way, but they are just a brilliant headache. We've got so many choices. We've got so many options. I mean, Serena mentioned it again in her press conference last night. She was like, it's a great headache to have. Like I've got it, but it's great. Um, okay. What do we think then for Sunday? Give us your predictions. Um, obviously we'll do a mini preview um, of that. We take on Italy, who we saw play last night against Belgium. Um, which was also a great game. I mean, we saw some real stars with that last night. Um, again, Italy have the ability with those super subs. I mean, a couple of their players coming on last night just instantly changed the game right away. So I think that one actually will be a really good battle um, for England and seeing how they play. Um, but what do we think for Sunday? <laughs> what are your thoughts, Anna? It is so difficult to to almost predict what, what Serena might do. I mean, even starting straight from goalkeeper, you've got a bit bit of a question mark because like you said, Serena has hinted at, at changing it up a bit. So, But then Mary Earps is so good and, and if it's not broke, it picks it. But um, for rotation-wise, maybe go any Buck in goal. Um, I think Bron, Lucy Bronze will start again. Millie Bright, obviously. 
I'd like to see Willie, Leah Williamson sort of go back to centre back now that that Kira Walsh is is hopefully going to be fit. Um, maybe Greenwood again at left back, um, and then Kira Walsh in there. Georgia Stanway, Edertune. Um I'd like to see Chloe Kelly and, and Lauren James start again, but then I'd be tempted maybe to to start Rachel Daly up front and give Risa a bit of a rest. But then you've obviously got roles of air still Risa could be the super sub on Sunday. So that's sort of what I go for. But I mean I got my lineup prediction for for yesterday's game very wrong anyway. So um, you, you can't predict it, but you know, that's probably what probably what I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I would be inclined to say very similar. I really want Ellie Roebuck to to have that shot in goal. Um, again, I would like to see Lauren James come on as a sub. Um, I mean, I, it sounds very positive from what Serena was saying yesterday that Kira will be back. Um, I think she's back training today. Fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the midfield that we thought we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna hope for. And then hours later, it's like, oh, Kira's out. <laughs> Great. Um, but I mean they're just so versatile. Um, Louise, lineup predictions, what are you thinking? Well, honey, you've pretty much nicked mine, mate. Um, so I wouldn't put Roadbook in I wouldn't start Roadbook woman. I think I think if we're couple four nil up again, maybe do the change. Um, because she's on that such a winning streak and like you say, Roadbook fix it. And been watching Roadbook for Man City this season. I, I still think she needs a bit more, bit more confidence under her belt. So maybe not start it, but maybe finish the game might help with that. Um, with the back four, pretty much the same as as, as Hannah. I've got Greenwood uh, on the left, Bronze on the right, Williamson and and uh, right in the middle. And I said that twice. I think you're wrong. <laughs> What's that going for? Um, so and then I'll Walsh back in with Stanway because I think they'll they'll rank up everything that's going on in the middle. I mean, notes for are we doing Yeah, okay. Notes. Um I then put Toon in the middle on the top of that, and then top triangle off. I would start Russo. I want to start Daly on the right and I want to start Hemp on the left because I want to mix it up and see, right, well if one of them have gone round, can we literally take that diamond? We're doing a diamond stake for the listeners. And can we just shift it like that a little bit and see if that works? I think we should just get you on the coach at St. George's Park and then whisk you off with Serena as uh, deputy, like assistant coach. I believe you. Just paper compliments. <laughs> I mean, we we had a glimpse of obviously we're playing Italy on Sunday. Um, that's our next next one up for for those of you that that don't know at home. And it, we've got the first kickoff. I mean, hopefully. I mean, as a Coventry City supporter anyway, our pitch is looking very good. But the main problem yesterday was the pitch. Um, and Serena was, she was not happy about it. Um, and I think, I'm hoping that that will also play to our advantage on Sunday with the first game up against Italy. Um, the pitch yesterday just just tore right up, um, even throughout the second half of the first game before we'd even got on the pitch before Italy and Belgium had left it, it was just torn right up, especially in front of us in in the press box. So down that wing. So I'm hoping that as kind of been the first match of match day two on Sunday will will give us a little bit of a boost. Um not that we need it, but we'll take we'll take it anyway. Um 
but we saw a glimpse of Italy. What do you think are the main threats for us, Hannah? The one player in particular that, that I was sort of trying to watch yesterday when I, the game was on, I, I don't want to butcher her name if I say it, but is it Ariana Caruso? I think she's only 23, so it's mad that she's, she's only the same age as me, but I think she already has like over 150 appearances for Juventus. It's something ridiculous like that. And she's so young as well. So um, even in, in the first half, yes, I thought she linked up really, really well with the players around her and, and she was a, a real creative spark for them. So obviously she didn't quite get the goal. And I think she was one of the players that might have been subbed off when the goal scorer came on. So um but in general, I think she will be a constant threat for Italy. And, and I do feel like she's probably one of the players on, on the international stage that are probably sort of up and coming and, and only sort of growing in importance. And and the fact that she's so experienced as well at such a young age, I highly doubt sort of anything like, you know, up against England, I highly doubt anything like that will sort of phase her. So, and, and the fact that she is able to score as many goals as she can for Juventus from, from midfield in particular, like not even a forward. So, um, yeah. She's probably one that I'm I'm excited to see, but definitely one as well that I think England should be a little bit wary of. Yeah, what about you, Louise? Did you kind of see anybody that you think that might worry us a little bit? Um, I hope you don't mind. I picked three players. Go for it. I've gone speed, power and finesse. So I like to have a look at like what different players can offer what different risks. So I'm a bit, a bit nerdy on the old... Uh, analysis stuff so we love nerdy it's fine it adds to it it's great speed wise on the left left back lisa again i don't want to butcher names so i'm really sorry lisa boatin juventus she her speed is ridiculous and on the counter-attack she, she's gonna outdo anyone so i'm worried like what's who are we gonna counter-attack that with uh it's bronze gonna be able to keep up with her i think she can i think she'll be fine but i think that's a really huge threat moving forward on an attack um Yesterday's goal scorer, Man- Manuela Gi- Giuliano. Um, phenomenal. I watched her against Spain just before the Euros and she broke up all the middle like momentum from the middle of the park from Spain. So if she can do that for Spain, think what she could do potentially with us because they're moving it so much quicker than we are. We weren't moving it quick enough yesterday. So I think she could be a threat in the middle. But I think Georgia Stanway getting an elbow in and uh, Kira Walsh playing around her. I think we've got covered, but still threat. And then power-wise, centre-back, Linari, big centre-back, very, very strong. And I think Ruto's going to have her elbows out. It's going to be a physical battle because I think they'll man mark and they'll try and take Ruto out of the game or whoever that top number nine is. So perhaps that's where we see daily a bit more movement. I don't know. But they're my biggest threats, I think, that they might pose to us. Yeah, I completely agree with um, with two of those I had in mind as my threats as well. I mean, yesterday, um, Manuela Giuliano, I'm going to go with. I'm going to try it. Um, uh, my pronunciation. I mean, I apologise to all the Italians out there for all of this. Um, <laughs> but when she came on, it she completely changed the game and her pace, Oh my God, she she was like a little bit of, she was a pocket rocket. She got into all the spaces and she was like dynamite. It was, she was magical to watch. She was really, really great to watch. Um, and again, she, I think she's gonna, she's gonna be a real threat. And Linari on that back line, 
she was dominating her entire team. She was shouting out all the orders. She, you can tell that that she is one of the main women that is holding up that back line for Italy. And yeah, it's going to be a struggle to, I think, get past her because even when they came out for the second half and she was warming up, I'm like, oh my God, I would not like to come up against her. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just in the warm-up. Who would you want to come up against? Yeah, not a lot of people, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Not in that team. (laughs) Um, So I think we're, yeah, them two are going to, going to, I mean... Manuela was uh, a super sub yesterday. She completely changed the game, I think, for Italy. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. Her goal, her goal, the outside of a foot to bend in like that, I was just like, it, it, was, it, it was very, very special. Um, it was great to watch because obviously, I mean, even still there was 8,000 fans in, in the stadium at that point, which I think is absolutely brilliant. It's a testament to obviously the, the women's game growing across the entire world. Um, and for people to get a glimpse of that, it it was something really special. What was the atmosphere like at the game? Like it was really good. Um, I, we kind of we didn't really know what to expect. Um, with that first game, I mean, obviously it kind of went from twenty from eight thousand to almost capacity <laughs> for the tickets that were sold. Um, but even during that first game, it it was brilliant. I mean, they really got behind the teams. They really showed the love and support. And I think that's something really special. And that's a testament to English fans for the women's game as well. Um, It just felt so welcoming. It was really, really good. And then it was an absolute party when the Lionesses came on. I I was so close. They started playing Spice Girls. I was like, right, (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) It was really, really good. Um, It's... It, it Sunday's going to be incredible. Um, speaking of Sunday, final thing: score predictions. I mean, Louise, you 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 did go for a four 0 didn't you, for yesterday? So, all right, let's start with you. What do you think Sunday's going to be? Come on, get it right again. You know, I think it's going to be. I want to go three one. Gonna pay me to say, but I think it, it might be a three one scenario. But I've got the, the crown ready. <laughs> I will I will get one for you if you if you nail all these three score predictions for each match, I will buy you a crown. And you, you can win it. A proper crown. I mean, my budget's not that big, so we'll 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think I could draw. <laughs> um, Hannah, what about you? What are you going for on Sunday? I'm just picturing no ears and a crown. <laughs> I, mean, look, I do have a crown. Someone else made me one for my other job. It's quite getting a bit of a reputation here. I was going to say, you might end up with too many crowns, my friend. <laughs> Very much got the score prediction for yesterday's game quite wrong, but I think that's probably because I expected a little bit more from. South Korea than, than we saw but I do think Italy have a little bit more of a threat in every area of the pitch as Louise very well highlighted um, so I do think I, I do think we might concede against Italy I still think we'll win but I do think Italy will will get something um, so I think it will be a little bit more of a physical sort of game for us I think 
Um, so I'd probably go. I don't. I don't want to predict the same score two one, and I don't want to predict the same score. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to predict the same score three either. Because <laughs> I'm just like I'm copying. Um, right, I copied your line up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I like three three one probably seems pretty realistic I, I do think England might have too much for Italy I don't want to eat my words there but I do think we'll have too much for them but I think they will have, pose a threat so I can see it being a sort of 3-1 game maybe 2-1 if it's a little bit tighter but I'll go 3-1 as you can see I'm very indecisive <laughs> we've gone for a 3-1 though that's it the vote is closed it's, that's it <laughs> we're locking it in um I am yeah like you Hannah I was expecting a little bit more from Korea. So I went for 3-1, I think it was yesterday. But considering the spice that Italy can bring, I think it's going to be quite a fiery game. I'm hoping for loads of goals. So I'm going to go for a 4-2 win England. Um, throwing it out there, um, I'm probably going to be completely wrong, but I'm going to go 4-2. Um, I don't like the fact of the thought of conceding twice. But it's Italy, and we know that they have got some some incredible players out there that can probably get really close and, and match two hours and and give the Lionesses a good battle. So, looking forward to Sunday. Some big score predictions. It's a big game. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to it. And thank you both for joining me with your expert analysis. Thank you.